1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres. From our flagship station in Buffalo, this is the Upstate Honda Dealers Post Game show. Visit your local Upstate Honda dealers today. Here's your host, Brian Cozio.
2: Continue to cough it up in their own zone. Robinson for Tuck with a quick shot. He scores. What a pass by Robinson to Tuck, who buries it. And the Sabres have the lead at 4-3 with 14.11 to go in the third period.
3: Well, how about that from Alex Tuck? A nice pass from Eric Robinson, his 13th. Lucky 13, the game winner. It's our NOCO play of the game. Brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres as we welcome you into the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. I'm Brian Colziel. We'll get to Paul Hamilton in just one moment. Sabres come back and win 5-3. They faced a 3-1 deficit after one. Got two goals in the second from Paterka and Quinn. Two goals in the third from Tuck and Cousins. And uh, Buffalo gets it done 5-3. A much needed win after that uh, poor performance last night in Anaheim against the Ducks. And now a chance to Get two out of three on the road trip with a very winnable game on the schedule with San Jose Saturday at 4 o'clock. But uh, we're going to break down this one here. Uh, Before we get to Paul, let's get in our final stats brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Final shots end up 41-38 in favor of the Sharks. Devin Levi was busy in the third, faced 15 shots, stopped them all. Power plays. Buffalo still struggling there. That's just been a season-long story. 0 for 4. Kings 1 of 3. In the net, Levi gets the win with 38 saves. And Talbot the loss. He let in 5 goals on 38 shots. Your three stars, Kopitar, who opened the scoring for the Kings, star number 3. Quinn for Buffalo, star number 2. And Thompson for Buffalo, star number 1. I don't know how J.J. Paterka doesn't get a star, so I'm going to make him our electric player of the game. When you uh, it's brought to you by Town Ford. When you think Ford, think Town Ford. Okay, Paul Hamilton is here now. Paul, we uh, chatted after the first period. It was three-one Kings, another deficit. Uh, but the periods to follow, in the second and the third, the Sabers were the better team, and they come out on top in this one.
2: They were. Yeah, I'm with you, uh, Paterka, over Tom. I I understand that Thompson had 13 shot attempts. He also didn't have a point with those 13 shot attempts. Uh, You know, he was dominant in a lot of the game, but it didn't really produce what uh, Paterka, who I also thought was dominant. Um, You know, he had six shot attempts. He had two goals and an assist for a three-point night, and he was plus four on the night, as was Quinn. Quinn was plus four also. Cousins was plus three. Uh, The reason Cousins misses a plus is because he was in the locker room with an injury when one of the goals was scored. Casey Middlestat was actually on the ice and got an assist on that goal. But um, I want to talk about Levi first, and, and I don't want to change anything that I said at the end of the first period. I think he needs to go down to Rochester, and I think he needs to stay there. But that doesn't take away from how he totally turned his game around in this game. Um, in the first period, it was bad. He let in two goals that he shouldn't have, uh, and it just wasn't going well for him. And next thing you know, by the end of the night, he's got a 37-save performance and made some really good saves in the final 40 minutes of that game to help the Sabres um you know, because Sabres were sloppy in a little bit of the game, which produced some chances for the Kings. Not as sloppy as the Kings. The Kings, I mean, wow. They, they uh, you know, we're used to watching the Sabres give the puck away, but nothing like the Los Angeles Kings did in this game. Uh, but uh, you know, high marks for Levi there. I, 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 you know, considering the way he started, you know, two of the first three goals he should have had and then he slams the door after that. Good for him. But I still think for his overall growth, I mean, it's still too inconsistent. You saw the inconsistencies all in one game tonight. Instead of, like, well, a good game and a bad game, or two good games and a bad game, or two bad games and a good game. The inconsistency showed up right in this game that uh, I think he could really, you know, I I think his growth could really be helped by spending – quite a bit of time in Rochester, maybe even the rest of the season in Rochester. But I do, I did want to mention how he came back after a very poor start and really slammed the door, which helped the Sabres.
3: Yes, yes he did, for sure. And the Kings poured on the shots, uh, as we said, 41 uh, total. Uh, they've now changed the Buffalo total to 37 uh, from 38. Um, let's talk about the two goals, Paul, in the third. How about the game-winner? Robinson looks like he's going to go around the net, and then he kind of just sends the pass uh, really nicely there in that small space to tuck uh, back on the near side, and he put it in.
2: Well, again, high marks for the Sabres. It was like night and day between last night's game and this game, and I bring it up because that particular goal really illustrated it. The Sabres did nothing I mean, there was no compete. There was no hustle. There was nothing. Uh, they were just blah in, in that game. They, as, You know, the ESPN announcers were like they didn't give a crap, is the way Butchergrass put it. Uh, and then we watch Krebs and Robinson on that goal. They get in in the zone, and they're both hard on the battle. They First of all, they get into the battle with speed. And they outwork a couple of Kings in the corner. Both of them do. And they, and they uh, wind up with the puck. They get it to Tuck. Uh, It was Robinson who came out with the puck after Krebs and and Robinson won the battle. And, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, Tuck going to the net. Another guy who had a good game. Uh, Tuck probably could have had four goals in this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way he played uh, produced chances. And, you know, he he deserved a goal and he played a lot of double shifting because of Gergensen's. He was actually out for Gergensen's there because Gergensen's only played one minute and one second before he got injured, three shifts in the first period and he had to leave. But Tuck he did a lot of double shifting in that game and you know, produced a lot of chances. He had seven shots on goal. He had twelve shot uh you know total shot opportunities in the game and uh, i really liked his game also and i it was nice to see him get rewarded for his hard play he had like a two-on-one shorthanded he missed the net on that one uh he had another play shorthanded where he had an opportunity and a lot of the opportunities he was just producing himself just by going hard and playing hard
3: you mentioned Gergensen's just played the 101. Team's calling it an upper body injury. He's out. Uh, Cousins did miss some time, but did return. Ends up with a goal and an assist and a plus three night with four shots for Dylan Cousins. Uh, that's our injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji. Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Uh, Paul, we continue to talk about the Cousins line. Even with him missing some time, uh, between the three of them, Cousins, Quinn, and Paterka, uh, they combine for eight points tonight, uh, whatever it's worth for the plus minus, a plus 11 for those mm-hmm. three. And then the shots, you've got nine and four, 13 shots for that line. So a really, really good night for those three.
2: Yeah, and that's the last two nights, I think, is the season in a nutshell and why fans are so frustrated. They go and play one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League, and were just brutal. I mean, they didn't show up at all. They didn't. They didn't compete. They didn't hustle. They just stood around, and watched. They gave the puck away. They were dumb. It was just awful. And then the very next night, they show up against a team that right now is in the playoffs. Earlier in the year, is one of the better teams in the league. Not right now. Uh, the, now that they've only won two of fourteen games, but still, fell behind this team three to one. Even I didn't think they were playing awful but you know we've already mentioned it Levi let a couple of goals in he probably didn't want to and you leave the first period here once again you gave up three goals in the first period and you're down 3-1 well the Sabres were not detoured they actually got even better as the game went on and scored four unanswered goals to win the hockey game and I think right there is the frustration that fans experience and it's it's you know, I, I sit there and watch my Twitter line, and, you know, I, I think we basically had lost everybody by the second period. Uh, it basically got really quiet on my Twitter line, which it often does. People like to complain. They don't really like to tell you when it's going well. That's when you really don't get any tweets at you at all. But when it's going poorly, everybody needs to be fired. They need to sell the team, you, you know, the, the whole nine yards. Uh, but,. That's I think the frustrating part is what fans witnessed in the game last night compared to what they witnessed tonight, and Unfortunately, I think a lot of them went to bed and didn't get an opportunity to witness their team play very, very well.
3: That's right. well, I got a few tweets here to read, Paul, which you can comment on. We'll get those in now our serve Pro first response from the fans, Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. You can send me my thoughts or send you send me your thoughts. Yes, after each and every game. <laughs> yeah, I'll send Brian, you your thoughts. <laughs> WGR. Yes. It's one thirty in the AM. Yes, I get my What am I saying here? All right, here we go. Peter says, "Paul, I think Peter wraps up what you just kind of was saying." He goes, "I just simply do not understand this crazy team. I don't get it." Yep. I think he kind of summarizes what, you know, you just described the last two nights. A disaster against the Ducks and then a very good 40 minutes against the Kings
2: yeah just imagine if this team could play even eighty percent of the time like they did tonight, hard, fast, yeah, they made some mistakes, but they they made up for those mistakes. We'd be talking about a team that well they're you know they'd be in the middle of the playoffs right now, they'd be in the playoffs, no question you yeah. know they if if they would play eighty percent of the time like they did in this game. But that's the frustrating part they don't, and you know here they are, and you know they they get the victory in this game, and it was a hard fought victory, and they deserve it, but it just makes you think to yourself, if you're a fan, why can't you see that all the time you know and 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 it's frustrating for the fans and now here, here you go now we're we're back talking about the standings and Buffalo did leapfrog Montreal. So, all right, now they have 46 points. And now they only have five teams to leapfrog because they're two behind the Penguins. And so it goes, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And, you know, the Detroit Red Wings didn't play. I don't believe they played tonight. And so Buffalo picked up two points on the Detroit Red Wings. Now they're only seven points behind them. But you, you just look at even just last night just such a wasted opportunity they played six minutes and almost pulled out points and you just think to yourself what if they would have just played a period in that game you know they they could have maybe gotten some points out of that game when the standings went their way you know a lot of the teams that they're fighting with lost last night and they really could have made up quite a bit of ground just in one night if if they didn't lay an egg against one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League.
3: Yeah, so with this win tonight uh, in game 48, the Sabres now have 46 points uh, and as Paul mentioned, within seven of Detroit who was idle tonight. But passing Montreal, now within two of Pittsburgh, although the Penguins do have four games in hand and then the Capitals up next with fifty. Uh, Still a lot of work to do, but here we are, and there are the standings. Our NHL standings update brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. Let's read one more tweet here. Rick says, uh, Robinson should be in the lineup every night. Perfect fourth-line energy guy. I like him in over Oposo or Gergensen's every night. Paul, what do you think about Robinson there? You
2: know what? I'm just going to get mad. I just wish you all would shut up on Oposo. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be rude about it. You people have no idea what you're talking about. Just stop with the Iposo stuff. He is playing, has played probably for the last month and a half very, very well. He has nine goals in that, in that, in that time period, more than most of the Sabres do. Just knock it off. You, you're all talking about stuff you, because your friends are all yapping about it in a bar, and and you have no idea what you're talking about. Just stop. You have no idea what you're talking about.
3: All right. How about beyond uh, wanting to sit How about just Robinson, his play, Paul? He does bring good energy. We know he has speed. That was some of the things that were attractive, I think, in Kevin Adams acquiring him.
2: Yeah, the problem with him is he's a little inconsistent. Well, <laughs> well we can say that about a lot of this, the players on this team. There are times you just don't even notice him on the ice, but when he's good, he's very good. And That's why, you know, to me it was a good trade because there was no downside to it. If it didn't work, it didn't work. I think he's an unrestricted free agent, or he's a free agent if if it doesn't work, so that's fine. And if it does work, it costs you a seventh-round pick. So, you know, to me, uh, the type of – because he has speed, he's got size, and, he, you know, when he's on, he is using that size – he seems strong he's good on battles and uh, will go around the net i just would like to see more cuz remember he showed up and and really played three really good games and then for three games you didn't even know he put a jersey on uh so it's it's just uh but lately when he's been back in the lineup i've liked it you know i think he's played pretty well so uh, another guy where which i think this consistency because When they traded for him, I thought, well, there's a guy that had 12 goals and 12 assists last year, and if you can get 12 goals and 12 assists out of a bottom six guy, that's what we've been talking about, especially a guy who's big and has speed and, uh, you know, can play that type of a game. He doesn't always use his size to his advantage, but, uh, you you know, I I think, you know, what what the caller said too is maybe if he played a little bit more he could get into a groove type of a thing you know where you know he right. wasn't he wasn't and then he didn't play well and then he sat um to me there's really no point in playing Victor Olsson i i think you probably would be better served letting robinson get in a groove and let him stay in the lineup um this i just haven't seen anything from victor olsson this year that would make me want to keep him in the lineup
3: yep this is the upstate honda dealers post game sabers win at 5 to 3 they come back with four unanswered goals after being down 3-1 to after 20 minutes. San Jose is next on Saturday. Paul, thank you for your work tonight. Appreciate it. We will chat on Saturday on the pregame with the Sabres and the Sharks.
2: Yeah, shame we can't stay up till 2 in the morning on Saturday. Get four o'clock game for us.
3: I know. <laughs> San Jose playing really early. One o'clock game that day for them. Thank you, Paul. Take care. <laughs> All right. Paul Hamilton there. Sabres getting it done 5-3. to three. Uh, Oh, one quote coming out of the Kings room, Drew Doughty uh, says uh, on this team not coming together, he says, quote, we got guys in this room too worried about themselves and worried about their points, end quote. That's from Drew Doughty. All right, so Kings locker room uh, not happy with this blown lead tonight uh, that they held after 20 minutes, a three to one lead. All right, at this time, we're going to say good night and goodbye to all of our local affiliate stations. If you want to keep listening to the post game, go to WGR550.com. And for all of you on WGR, when we come back, get you some more highlights and some more scores and a look ahead to the Sharks game here as the Upstate Honda Dealers post game rolls on 5 3 Buffalo over Los Angeles. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network.
1: In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today.
2: Turns the Jets on at the last minute. Then Byfield shoves him to the ice, and here come the Sabers. Eric Robinson and Byfield are locked up with one another. Wasn't much of a shove, but the Sabres doing the right thing here and coming over immediately.
3: Eric Robinson jumping in. A little scrum after Darlene was pushed down. That's our Clinton Collision hit of the game. Clinton Collision, we're there when you need a repair. Welcome back to the Upstate Honda Dealers post-game show. Brian Colsey with you. 5-3 Sabres beat the Kings. Let's get now to our save of the game. Devin Levi, a little shaky start, but he comes through on 41 shots with 38 saves, including this one, which is our save of the game.
2: Kempe for Byfield on the quick faceoff win encounter counter. Kempe down the middle. Levi with the save and the rebound. Sabres able to come up with plate up the wall, and Alex Tuck will bring it right side to center and in across the L.A. line.
3: Devin Levi, one of his 38 saves with Dan Dunleavy on the call. It's our save of the game, brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealers today. 5-3 Buffalo, our score. San Jose next on Saturday. Before we preview that game, let's see what's going on in the rest of the National Hockey League here as we go around the NHL. All right, our scoreboard's going to start in Florida where the Panthers continue to roll. Sam Reinhardt, another goal. 6-2 the final. They beat Arizona. In overtime, Austin Matthews gets the game winner. Leafs beat the Jets 1-0. Carolina, after blowing a two-goal lead, they hold on to beat the Bruins 3-2. It was Colorado beating Washington 6-2. Overtime win for the Blues in Vancouver. St. Louis wins at 4-3. Seattle holds on to beat Chicago rather easily by a score of 6-2. There's your look at the scores, which are brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want some ribs. And our score, Buffalo 5, Los Angeles 3. All right, what are the Sharks up to? Well... Last night they had a nice comeback victory. They were down two to nothing after two periods against the New York Rangers, and then end up getting two goals in the third and then one in overtime to win by a score of three to two. As Thomas Hertl scored one twenty nine into the extra session, uh, the Sharks still though dead last in the NHL overall in terms of where they are in the standings. They have a thirteen thirty one and four record. And uh, that'll be the Sabers' next game coming up on Saturday, uh, 4 o'clock puck drop. Now, the Sharks um, will also have quite a bit of time off here. They will have not have played since that Tuesday game. They do not play before that game as well. So it's going to be two well-rested teams for that afternoon tilt on Saturday. 4 o'clock puck drop here on the East Coast. Uh, I'll have pregame at 3 uh, on WGR, so hope you can be with us then. All right, well, I will 100% admit I did not see the comeback coming after the Kings took a 3 1 lead after one. uh, But give Devin Levi credit, he rebounded after a very, very tough first period and uh, came through big. 38 saves, and then, you know, the Cousins, Quinn, Paterka trio really, really getting it done. They are in on all, or they're in on four of the five goals today. And uh, Cousins, Quinn, and Paterka all get goals themselves. Paterka got two, and then Tuck the other, who ends up getting the game winner. So. 5 3 is the final as we put a wrap here on our upstate Honda Dealers post game show. I want to thank our crew tonight, Evan D. Pasquale, our network producer, Kyle Powell on our social media and game story. Check it out, WGR550.com. Tom Addy as our engineer, Paul Hamilton as our reporter, and for our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. I'm Brian Colziel. Thank you for listening. Sabres win it 5 to 3. We'll talk to you Saturday with the Sabres in San Jose, right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone.